Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash mi the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. Now, this is the first day since I've actually been able to sit down and just relax whilst recording, you know. <laughs> so it's nice to get back involved with you guys. I hope you are doing really well today. The sun is out. I'm feeling great. And there has been a bunch of you that's joined up as members just recently. And if I miss any of you, I do apologize. It's been a bit chaotic, so I'm not sure where I am in terms of the membership stuff. But we had Diana Junis, Awesome Kitty Zombie, Army of Freaks, Lubomir Jerkak, Mits That One Kid, V-Min, Willow Lock, 2 Dub Kitchen, Emily Brown. Some of those are rejoins, some of those are joins, but I appreciate every single one of you. And do not forget that you're awesome for what you do and you keep me doing what I'm doing. So thank you so, so much for your love, support and time. Let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. <laughs> Now this first story comes from Chill Cat Lady. Am I the asshole for asking a friend to leave my bridal party? Gonna try and keep this short, but with as much info as possible. I 34 female asked a friend Katie 30 female of mine and my fiance 37 male to be a bridesmaid in my wedding. He has known her for longer, but she and I definitely have a friendship of our own. I'd been unsure of asking her from the beginning, but I asked anyway. Right away, there were signs I made the wrong choice, but I didn't really say anything. The mother of my maid of honor got really sick very suddenly, so in January, I asked Kate to help with planning the bachelorette party. I asked her how it was going a month later, and she told me she forgot. Okay, cut to March when my bridesmaid has a Zoom call to figure everything out. Two are out of state. Katie told everyone she could only spend X when everyone else was spending Y and according to my bridesmaids didn't offer any suggestions how she would make up the extra or include any more her budget friendly options. Katie got mad at my other bridesmaids and left the call because she wanted to go and watch March Madness. I was pissed because I felt like none of this was a priority to her when my other bridesmaids are going above and beyond for me. None of which I asked for but greatly appreciate. Also, I feel like Katie was super rude to some of my closest friends, if not my best friends in the world. I've known my maid of honor for 16 years. She's like a sister. So anyway, after I heard about all this and got the story from everyone, I told Katie I think she'd be more comfortable as a wedding guest and not a bridesmaid. This caused a bunch of drama in my fiance's friend group, and I'm an asshole for doing this to Katie. I feel like it's my bridal party and my choice who I want in it, but it's been bugging me for weeks. Am I the arsehole? And there is an edit to this one which includes some sort of update information as well. So we we'll cover that one after the initial comments. Now on this one, I think it's going to be a you're the arsehole. And I'm only simply saying this because you said at the very beginning, you wasn't sure of her being in your bridal party to begin with. 
And I think if you're not sure about someone, you don't give someone such an important role in your wedding. I just, and then to start planning the bachelorette party when there could have been better choices by the sounds of it in your post, the other bridesmaids sound like they were better suited to this job. You could have made it a group planning rather than just putting on this person's shoulders who you don't know as well as the others from that's what it sounds like to me anyway, which I might be wrong, but that's the way it feels to me. Koo Kelly says, you're the asshole. Just replace her early if it doesn't feel right. Why keep in for so long you're the asshole mostly from pressuring someone to spend more than they can afford sounds like katie made it very clear that she couldn't afford to spend as much as you wanted it's not her wedding it's yours if you want people to spend above their budget then take the cost yourself and delio4ny says you think she's the asshole because she wasn't willing to spend y on your bachelorette party which you wanted her to also plan how much exactly is y do you also expect a shower a wedding gift for each girl to wear an expensive dress and have their hair and makeup done professionally, all of which you expect them to pay for. Maybe Katie was in over her head financially. And Spotsy27 says, at the end of the day, it sounds like the right choice to have her leave. But I guess you're the asshole for inviting her to begin with and then expecting so much from someone who was basically just filling in the maid of honor role. Like if Kate can't afford to spend as much, I'm not sure what you would mean by make up the extra. To be honest, that sounds like a stressful Zoom call. I'd leave too. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how people manage all this wedding planning stuff when they're just bridesmaids. People have busy lives on top of weddings. That's not even theirs. And it doesn't sound like you were sympathetic to that. And one more comment from Relevant Economy 927 saying, you're the asshole. Sounds like she stepped up to help when your maid of honor had to step back. She was honest about what her limits were and what she can afford. The fact she is not willing to spend beyond that or take on even more tasks is perfectly within reason. Joining a wedding party does not mean you are then at the mercy of the bride. This is the start of Bridezilla territory. And the edit says, appreciate everyone's comments, except the super nasty ones. I can take my asshole judgment. That's why I'm here. But none of this means I'm completely an awful person every day all the time. I thought about it and I realized I included Katie because she's close with my fiance. And I've been trying to make this day special and important for him too. I also remember Katie was super involved in the planning in the beginning. And then when I told everyone I didn't want a bridal shower, Katie stopped making suggestions and taking interest. So maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. There were definitely other people I could have asked instead of Katie. I didn't handle the situation well at all, but I know I made the right call since the person who replaced Katie has already been more interested and helpful according to my bridesmaids. I still do not understand the bridezilla comments. Maybe my understanding of what qualifies as a bridezilla is different than most people's. Anyways, I'm turning off comment notifications because honestly, this whole situation has been so stressful and I just want to put it behind me. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from WolseZS77. Am I the arsehole for not wanting to get to know my four half-brothers? I, 33 male, grew up not knowing my biological father. My mum and her friend supposedly got drunk and did the dirty, got pregnant, and then he dipped. I've always wanted, to my mum's discontent, to contact my biological father and see what kind of person he was, hear his side of the story, and just kind of leave it at that. I don't need or want him involved in my life. It's just something I felt like I've needed to do to feel a little more whole. Last year, I got some free time and decided to look him up. Turns out I'm a bastard child from an affair he was having and I have four older half-brothers from three other women. In the beginning, he did try to be in my life. 
At least, that's what I've been able to dig out of my mum, who for the record isn't a great person herself and has a huge hand in why this has been so difficult and why he stopped trying shortly after my birth. To be honest, I have no interest in getting to know my half-siblings. We're all in our 30s, have our own lives and my ultimate goal is to talk to my biological father. So in my attempt to reach that goal, I contacted his now ex-wife and their two sons. I spoke with the youngest for all of five minutes before he blocked my number and sent word out my attempts to make contact. I spoke with his ex-wife a couple of times, who claiming to be a good Christian woman, said the sins of the mother should be held against the child or something along those lines. And a few days later, proceeds to call me a slut puppy and that I'm likely just as horrible as my mum since I'm a son of a housebreaking whore. The older brother wasn't so bad. He tried to be my friend and apologize for his mum's behavior and said they would decide when I can speak to him after he gets to know me a bit and how hard this was for our father. I tried to play along respectfully, but every time we spoke, I felt more and more like they was just trying to keep me busy until I lost interest and went away. So I would continuously mention how much I just wanted to speak with him, but he would always change the subject and the call would typically end. About two weeks later, he blocked me too. I found three phone numbers linked to his name, but one is disconnected and the other two never got an answer. My friends claim I was being an ass because we're family and I should make more of an effort to connect with them. I don't believe being blood related means much honestly and your actions mean much more. But am I the asshole for not wanting to get to know them and try to connect with them more? I have the ability to fly out and find my biological father. With little work in about a week or so, I can likely be on his doorstep. So, would I be the asshole if I just showed up on his doorstep? And we'll start with NB Avalon saying, personally, I think you would be the asshole just because he's made it clear he's not interested in speaking to you. Pushing the issue isn't exactly going to help in getting him to talk. And Cat in an Oak Tree says, you know, some people don't want to be found or contacted by family. Maybe you should accept and respect that. You reached out, got no response, and you're now moving into unacceptable behavior. You would be the asshole if you forced a confrontation he doesn't want. You do not have a right to know him, nor does it seem your brothers want to know you, so your feelings here are at least reciprocated. You would be the asshole. And Vomit Bucket says, you're not making an effort to connect with them, yet you're tracking them down, injecting yourself uninvited into their lives and engaging with them to find your father who they presumably are not fans of. The fact that they all blocked you means that at best, they just aren't interested in engaging with you and at worst, you're antagonizing them in your search. You are the asshole for that one and they are not super cool based on their rudeness either. As for the second one, if you want to do that, then I guess go for it. On the one hand, you may disrupt his life and the lives of anyone with him. On the other, he left you in some ways, so you have a right to do that. Old Fondant says, not wanting to get to know four half-brothers. Sounds like they're the ones don't want to know or have anything to do with you. Move on, their message is loud and clear. At least you tried and the results is you got blocked right and left and called names. That's shown where people, family really don't want anything with you. You're the arsehole if you keep on forcing yourself into people's lives by listening to your friend. And one more from Fun Grapefruit 7015 saying, you're the arsehole because you're not even trying to let them process all this. You have known for a long time that you had a father somewhere and that you wanted to talk to him, but his family maybe wasn't even aware you were his son. You just didn't care about his feelings and they are completely entitled to block you in response. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? What if he did turn up on father's doorstep? What do you think would happen then? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from Spam1424. 
Am I the asshole for refusing to let someone order an item off the menu? I'm a waitress at a restaurant chain known for their ice cream. Do with that what you will, and I have a semi-regular family that comes in every once in a while. Every time they come in, they order their youngest child mac and cheese. The first time I served them, the child threw up all over the booth. I didn't think much of it, just that he was sick or had an upset stomach. I cleaned up the booth. The next time was the same thing, mac and cheese, then puke. Again, in the booth and on the table. This is an every time occurrence. The kid orders mac and cheese, then throws up. The kid never gets to the bathroom, and most of the time, he doesn't even make an attempt to leave the table. I believe once he started walking to the bathroom. This most recent time they came in and I was their waitress, their child went to order mac and cheese again and I asked the mum, is he okay to have that? He gets sick every time. The mum said, oh yeah, Kraft mac and cheese makes him sick, but he wants it. I said, mum, I'm sorry, but I don't think your child should order this if you know he's gonna puke from eating it. And quite frankly, I really don't wanna have to clean up vomit tonight. The mum threw a bit of a fit, but when I said, why are you allowing your child to order a food that makes him sick just to have someone else clean it up? And the manager had to come over and was agreeing with me. She ordered him chicken tenders and fries instead. Was I in the wrong for not wanting allowing him to order mac and cheese that makes him sick? I've shared this story with a few people and I've had some mixed reactions. Am I the asshole? Now I might come in a bit strong on this one because I'm thinking, Surely if you know your child's body's rejecting it, it's doing them more harm than good. Is it something that CPS should be getting involved with? Feeding your child food that's making them sick? That doesn't sit right with me at all. Again, I'm just throwing that one out there. I don't know if CPS would actually do anything with that or not. And I might be overstepping there. So let's just approach this one from the waitress's point of view. And I would say absolutely not. Do you want to be cleaning up puke every night? Because I certainly wouldn't be. And I'd be stopping them too. Not only have you saved yourself from cleaning up puke, you save the child from having to bring it all up again. So absolutely not the arsehole. And they, obviously they can eat chicken tenders and chips and they're quite happy with it. So not the arsehole at all. But Majestic Meringue 40 says, not the arsehole. I have never heard such a ridiculous thing. I can guarantee the mother isn't giving her child mac and cheese at home. But since she doesn't have to clean up the mess, she doesn't care. What confuses me the most is the mum knows that mac and cheese makes him sick and still lets him eat it. They sound like bad parents. And tech support victim says, not the arsehole, if this happened regularly. I can't even fault you for the phrasing being rude because honestly, they might need a little rude to wake them up. And yeah, that your manager supported you. And CA girl 17 says, not the arsehole, what is wrong with this lady? This kid obviously cannot tolerate it. Honestly, I'm a mum myself. I would have been mortified if my kid vomited in a restaurant. I know things happen, but to let this happen multiple times and think it's not a big deal is beyond me. An aggressive sample 612 says, not the arsehole. And honestly, I wish someone was able to call CPS on that mother because if her child throws up every time after eating a specific meal, it's likely he has extreme intolerance or allergy. And it's fucked up she keeps on giving it to him and not looking out for his health. Then Perspex C replies to this end, I was thinking I'd be tempted to call CPS. Like, are they ignoring an allergy or a potential allergy? That seems like pretty neglectful behavior that might potentially have serious implications for the kid's health. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but I'd probably call and talk to someone and leave it to them if they wanted to investigate. And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in that situation if you was the waitress and someone kept doing that to their child in front of you? How would you feel and how would you react to that? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, our next story comes from Pain in the X. Am I the asshole for refusing to throw my daughter's ex out? 
My husband, 48 male, Tom, and I, 42 female, have three kids. About three and a half years ago, our oldest, Taylor, 17 female, started dating Rob, 19 male. I know they were young, but Rob is a really nice kid and treated my daughter well. Right after they met, Rob's parents got divorced. As a result of this, his dad moved to another side of the country and his mother began to struggle with mental health. His two younger siblings went to live with grandparents, but they did not have room for Rob, so he was gonna live with his dad. He was devastated to leave his hometown, Taylor and his friends. Taylor and Rob asked us if Rob could move into our in-laws apartment. We spoke with Taylor privately and asked if Rob was pressuring her into allowing him to move in. And she said, no, it was her idea. We also told her to think really hard about it because once we agreed to take him in, we would be responsible for him. And that would mean he'd be staying as long as he needed. She thought about it for a few days and then said it would be okay no matter what. She's usually a level-headed kid. So we thought we made the consequences of this decision clear. We thought it over for a bit and after setting some ground rules agreed to allow him to live in the apartment. The apartment is a fully separate unit with its own utilities and kitchen, bathroom. Unit is separate but does have hotel style adjoining rooms, set of doors. We decided not to charge Rob any rent or utilities in exchange for following a certain set of rules. In the beginning, Rob was not allowed to have guests to the apartment, including Taylor. We did not let him set up the living space and instead they would have to use the main part of the house to hang out together. Rob was always welcome to have meals with us and we treated him like another member of our family. Rob is now finishing up his first year of college and Taylor is in a senior in high school. Five months ago, Taylor and Rob broke up and she started dating Joe, 18 male, almost immediately. Since the breakup, Rob usually stays in his place and only occasionally comes over to help my husband with various household chores. A week ago, Taylor came to us and told us that Rob's presence is making Joe uncomfortable and that we need to ask him to leave. We said no to kicking him out and we said we would set up some new rules that would make everyone more comfortable. We said that from now on, Rob would use the living space in the apartment and would have to call before coming over. Taylor said Joe is still unhappy about this and the only thing that will make him happy is for Rob to be gone. I might be the arsehole because I told Taylor that this was obviously between her and her boyfriend and the solution is not tossing someone out on the street. She got even more upset with me and said I was ruining her senior year and she might end up dateless for prom if Joe breaks up with her. Now, from what it sounds like in this post, Rob sounds like a really decent guy, still comes around and helps out father, you know, with chores around the house and stuff like that, even after the breakup. So he does sound like a genuinely nice guy that as a family, you agreed to let him stay there and to now kick him out would be a really heartless thing to do, I think. And I sort of do wonder if new boyfriend has come in and seen this relationship with the ex and they're like, he's a bit jealous of what's going on. Like, oh, that should be my position in that house. And he still got it, even though that they've broken up. What's going on here? Not that I'm saying that's acceptable because that's totally not acceptable behavior. And I think Joe has some serious growing up to do, you know, and needs to step back and see the situation as a whole and what's happened in their lives. And also, girlfriend has a lot of growing up to do in this situation as well. Complaining about that she won't get a date for prom and she's willing to kick someone out on the street because of that. Grow the hell up, man. Absolutely not the arsehole in this situation. But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. And we'll start out with outrageous ad saying, not the arsehole. I'd be worried though. Joe sounds controlling. If he doesn't live there, it's none of his business who lives in your house. I could understand if you were throwing Rob out every time he came over, but it sounds like he just started dating your daughter and has already started throwing his weight around. 
And Shantae420 says, not the arsehole, I was leaning more the other way upon reading the title, but you made your stance clear from the start. You were not going to make yourself responsible for him, then throw him out like he was some stranger. If a date to prom is her biggest worry right now, I'd say she needs a little chat in empathy. She may still be a teenager, but now is a great time to speak about how there are far more important issues at hand than whether or not she has a date, like that boy's livelihood and entire future. And I am a salt shaker says, not the arsehole, you offered a compromise and she rejected it. Rob is a tenant now. If they were sharing a room, it would be different, but he's in an apartment. Unless the adjoining door leads into her room, Taylor shouldn't be bothered. Blued up says, not only not the arsehole, but you probably really can't kick him out at this point. He's a tenant and you agree to rules. As far as I can tell, he hasn't broken them. What grounds do you have to kick him out? Seems like doing so would be shady and maybe even illegal. And Snarf says, kudos for not disrupting Rob's life. Info, have you ever discussed the transition plan with Rob? Be it before or after his breakup with your daughter? Edit, definitely not the arsehole. As Opie pointed out, Rob has a transition plan and the family is supporting it so far. Joe can learn to trust your daughter, not use her to end something like she initiated without regard for the others affected. Seems like he wants to skip doing the emotional work and eat his cake too. And we'll have one more from Frequent Lychee saying, not the arsehole, actually Joe and Taylor are. She is the one who asked Rob to stay and now she wants to kick him out. And Joe is the one who has the insecurity issue and that is not Rob's fault. Taylor should hold some accountability for her actions and understand you can't just treat people like toys. If you ask a big favor to let someone stay at your family's property, then you follow through with it. You can't just toss him like a toy when you are sick of it. She needs to get a reality check and own up to her decisions and actions. If she doesn't like it, then the next time she won't have half-arsedly begged to let her boyfriends live near her and actually think things through. Also, Joe's opinion doesn't matter. You as the owners are free to give permission to let Rob stay until you want him out. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Would you ever kick Rob out in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Now, once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does. And if you want to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description below for Patreon and joining up there. Almost forgot what I was going to say then. <laughs> Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. <laughs> much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started